Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. My name is Aeneas Williams. Today's podcast will have a guest host, the great linebacker Takeo Spikes, who is also the host of his own podcast called Behind the Mask. So let's listen in. Welcome back to another special edition of the Behind the Mask podcast. We got some special guests today in conjunction with the NFL Legends community podcast. Got my main man, Donnie Edwards, 13-year NFL veteran, all-pro, pro bowler here. I used to be so jealous when I turned on SportsCenter. Yeah. He used to get all of the interceptions. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? I got to get more interceptions. <laughs> and then from the big bruh, Tony Richardson, Sir. straight Auburn. out of Auburn. Auburn. Boy, Eagle, baby. 17-year NFL fullback. Man, that's crazy, bro, for wow. you to play 17 years in the NFL at the fullback position. Seriously. And you still walking around straight up. Yoga, man, yoga. Blame <laughs> Not my stay. How you guys doing, man? We got some legends in the building down here in Miami for the Super Bowl where your Chiefs have finally made it, man. How, how, how does that feel? Well, 50 years it's been since the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, we played on some pretty good teams in Kansas City. I mean, going 13-3, and three, having a bye, and, you know, having some incredible teams. But for whatever reason, we just couldn't get past that divisional game or we just couldn't find a way to win the game. And, I mean, being at the game last week was just such a blessing to be in Arrowhead Stadium and having the Chiefs come out with that big victory to go to the Super Bowl is pretty special. Yeah, man. Tony? Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, it's one of those things, uh, you know, Donnie and I were both fortunate to play there for a long period of time. And I just remember, you know, my rookie years with the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys had come off back-to-back Super Bowls. And I was on the practice squad. So my agent, Pat Dye, um, he said, you know, there's an opportunity for you to go back to Dallas or the Kansas City Chiefs want to sign you. So I ended up going to Kansas City, 1995. We go 13-3. and three. And obviously the Cowboys are in the playoffs as well. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my ring this year. 13-3, we're at home. Uh, first round by the whole deal. Colts. And freezing cold. Uh, missed three field goals. We lost the game 10-7. to uh, Derek Thomas, Neil Smith. Missed three, missed three field goals. Atlanta L.A. missed three field goals. Um, I mean, we Dale Carter. I mean, James Hasty. You're talking about star all across the board Crazy. and um, you know missed three field goals and so to be able to experience that with Donnie last week was uh, I mean we both kind of shed a tear because it yeah. was something as a chief we always wanted to do was to be able to present Mr. Hunt back with his trophy that bears right. his name right. and they have a chance to play in the Super Bowl so uh, we're here we made it. Yeah it's so special for the city of yeah. Kansas City I mean you know the, the rabid Kansas City fans I mean, yeah. they're diehard and the great thing about Kansas City that we experience is like the city and the team is so synonymous. Brenda Stiesnick, early on, she helped, she was head of the uh, community relations, and she made sure that we all participated as young players and gave back to the community, and it was just wonderful. Everywhere you go, it wasn't crazy. They always respected you, and it's just really special. So it's good for the city, it's good for the team, it's great for the organization, and it's great for the NFL. All we need to do is have a big victory on uh, Sunday. Uh, I don't know. That's all think, we have to do. I think we got somebody oh, yeah, that has something to say yeah. about that. Yeah. I don't know. You got some yeah. resident yeah. nine over there. Yeah. Yeah. You got a side of the He's a side What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> no, nah, but you, you talked about the importance of winning 
uh, that AFC championship game because I remember looking at the game on TV and I saw you up in the box and very ecstatic. The camera caught you. And I was just thinking, like, I played in that stadium several times. Mm -hmm. And, like, we've all heard how loud, loud it gets. Oh, my goodness. And so I really wanted to, like, just to give our viewers and listeners some insight. You guys played there for years. Yeah. Have you ever heard it as loud as it was that night No, I think when those guys was, won that championship I think that's game? the loudest I've ever heard it. I mean, we were – actually, right before the half, one of the big plays was the uh, – when Mahomes scored that touchdown. And we were in that end zone. And so all of a sudden, we see the play coming our direction. And when he scored, I mean, because then you kind of felt like, okay, the momentum was starting to switch. Right yeah. before the half, man, that place blew up, man. It was, uh, it was special. And then toward the end, there was, I don't know what song it was. We couldn't even hear the words. <laughs> Everybody in the stadium yeah. was singing the same song. Stuff was going up in the air. It was, I mean, it was, it was magical. It's 50 years in the making. Yeah. Think about it. 50 yeah. years in the making. It was so loud. It was just so exciting to be there and to feel that energy coming from the stadium and coming from the field and coming from the team is just really, really special. And I'm just really happy that we both had opportunity to be there and, and the best thing was, uh, so we actually traveled together, mm -hmm. but my buddies were texting me at like 6 o'clock in the morning. They were already headed to the stadium tailgate, so they were good. They were good. Right. Right. That barbecue right. sauce was flowing well. Right. So they were already right. out there. So they started, they started the, bar the barbecue. And it was 9 like, degrees. Like 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, it was cold. Wow. Like we were degrees. down the sideline part of the game. I told Donnie at one time, I said, man, I feel like I got some Novocaine in my jaw because I couldn't talk. My jaw had locked up. It was so cold. It was cold, man. The trip we were on, we, could, we couldn't participate yeah. in that. <laughs> we went with the commissioner, so we were a little uh, bit different. So we were buttoned up. We had to sit there and, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. It was PG-12, PG <laughs> 13. What, like you said, after 50 years, one thing I do recall, it doesn't matter if you guys are 13 and 3 or 3 and 13. Those fans at Arrowhead always show up, show out, and support the Chiefs. Yeah. What does it mean for those fans to finally make it back to the Super Bowl? And what would it mean if you guys actually win? Mm. It will finally, I think, substantiate um, like the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Because like we need to bring this back. Yeah. It's been so close for so long. I mean, I know. I mean. I'm sure you heard the stories that people are trying whatever they have to do to get to this oh, game because yeah. this may yeah. not you never know it's been yeah. 50, it's been years. 50 years. years right yeah. right yeah. so i hear people are like taking out seconds on their mark they're, they're, wow. they're yeah they're third <laughs> they are going to be here they cannot miss this moment we've been around a lot of fans it's so entwined into who they are you know and it goes down generations as well so this is huge this is really big there's a lot riding on this yeah i think it's one of those things that when we first came to kansas city you couldn't get tickets so tickets the, the waiting list to get tickets were like 10 years sometimes 15 wow. years to get tickets and so all of a sudden come on man no seriously yeah. they're waiting oh, yeah. list. And so like oh, we so all, you mean to say if somebody wants to get a ticket you, could, you had to like so even as players like we everybody on the team if you were a special teams player if you were a starter player everybody had card deals some people had two car deals because that's how you bartered your tickets. So if you got a couple extra tickets, you get, you know, you get a car deal. You got guys that practice wow. squad, they rolling, they got cars. <laughs> so you could you couldn't get tickets. And so as you start to meet the fans, you realize that these people have been tailgating next to each other. It's a family deal. Yeah. When, par when parents pass away, grandparents pass away, they wheel their tickets down. And these people, they, they've been waiting for this for a long time. So I was talking to Will Shields, and I said, Will, just imagine because the Royals were fortunate to win the World Series. And I was at that parade, and that was crazy. That was like Kansas City on, because you know the Royals. Yeah. But they won in 1985. So Chiefs, 
Man, they're going to have this probably going to go from St. Louis all the way down to Kansas City. It's going to be the biggest parade you've probably ever seen in, uh, That's true. in, in football history. Yeah, it's, it's going to be real. Time. We have our resident 49. Yeah, I know. He's quiet over there. Let's turn it to the yeah, Niners side right now. See, you guys have so many championships, though. They got, that's what I was going to say. Five, yeah. five, How many? Five, five, come on. Yeah, we're going for six. Yeah, 93 was the last year, right? 94. That was my rookie year. That's because we went to the NFC. I was with the Cowboys. We were in the playoffs against the – the 49ers, the Cowboys, and we lost. That's when we had like three turnovers and the final score. I think, you know, Dion was on that roster and he came to the Cowboys the next year. Mm-hmm. So that was the team I lost to. No, you know what's crazy though? I just yeah. want to have a real moment right now. John, when you say 94 was your rookie year. 94, fam. Yeah. Bro, you look like a baby over <laughs> there, <laughs> now, Right? Yeah. Exactly. Look like yeah, you can still play. No, nah, I can't still play. No, nah, <laughs> I got but, one play though. They might, one play, they're going to take me off the field. Done. <laughs> one play for four games. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spice, I mean, you guys have the, the, the most recent history, I should say. Yeah. Five Lombardi trophies. How, and I'm sure you just, you've heard it from, from your fans. How do you guys, how do the 49ers feel about going into this game against the Chiefs? Well, I had the opportunity to go to the last game, of, well, next to the last game of the year. Uh, they were playing the Rams and, uh, you know, everybody wanted to know, like, can the 49ers pick back up on pace to where they were at the beginning of the season? And just going around, talking to some of the fans, going out the pregame uh, before the game started and uh, doing some introductions and things of that nature. Man, the people were so excited. Because what you have to realize is a few years ago when they had that excitement playing at Candlestick and then they eventually moved, it alienated a lot of the fan base because they felt like, no, nah, it's it doesn't have that same feel. Yeah. Harbaugh, that we know how that saga ended up leaving, but... To see it come back around full circle, you have John Lynch, he's there, Shanahan is now there, and they're collectively working together. The support is so tremendous when you look at it from top to bottom. Just everything that they're doing for the players. You know, just, I remember when I was there, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like they had it now. (laughs) You know, like making sure that you have a proper meal. Not saying like, well, you just get a hamburger and some Steak and potatoes. No, we gonna make sure that we cook your steak and your meal, whatever it is, and you take it home with you. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, it was like, man, you better go ahead and stop by Hooters and pick up some wings. Or Get some wings on the way home. Yeah, man. But so, so the support system and the staff is huge, and I, everybody understands that. You know, we had they have an opportunity as a fan base. We have an opportunity to be at the top six championships, right? Like six, yeah, and so yeah. that's yeah. I think that's what really drives the fan base there. So what's gonna what is it gonna take for the Chiefs to pull this off? I mean, you know the high powered offense that the Niners have, defense has been playing lights out. I mean, that to me is a tough matchup. Obviously, Tequila and I we have we have a bet going on. Um, I hope. The Chiefs win because if I lose this bet, you're gonna see a 300 pound ninja running down south. And y'all don't want to see that. So we'll see. Nick. Yeah, I need to see this. It's gonna be blurred on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what's it gonna take? And please, whatever it takes, let's get this victory. I, th- I think the big, I think the biggest thing is in the last two playoff games the Chiefs had, they started slow. You can't, I don't think you can start slow against the 49ers because they can run the air out of the ball. I mean, what, they had eight, eight passes last game. The running game is, is, is insane. And then the thing about it, not only that, but the way the defense is playing. So if you start slow, you can get behind real quick, kind of what happened to uh, Green Bay. And I don't think they can catch back up to speed. But if they can start 
fast or at least get some points on the board, then I think it would be an even game. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, you know, definitely confidence. I think confidence is uh, is a big takeaway in this game because if you think, of, I mean, if you think about what the Chiefs have been a part of in the last two years, right? So they've been good for two years, and they know what that feeling was like when they lost to the the, the Patriots last right. year in the championship game in overtime. They know that feeling, and knowing that after coming back from 24 points against the Texans. I mean, yeah. that kind of confidence, I mean, I think we all know about that confidence. Like, it doesn't matter what the school, we, we're going to find a way to win, right? You, you yeah. feel me? You got it, right? Dangerous. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, that's, and that's that core, that essence that I don't think the Niners have that, you know? No, I don't think they have that because this is our first. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying that because we know where they were last year. So this is their first year. Are we good? And we're good, right? You know what I mean? It's that confidence, that doubt that will creep in. You know what I'm talking about, and that and that and that may, may be a kicker, but you know, aside from your point, I think that's a right on the money as well. Yeah. You know, so I look at the matchups; it's it's the obvious, right? So we talk about the strengths, the weaknesses. You look at both teams. I can truly say, when you look at both teams, I think both are evenly matched mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and oh, across yeah. the board. <laughs> yeah. And oh, so, yeah. when the more and more I look at it this is. matchup, I don't really see it as like player versus player, which. Essentially, that's what it's going to come down to. But I look at Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. up against Spagnuolo, yeah. the yeah. defensive oh, coordinator. Yeah. So when you see that, I look at – so I say, let me take a deeper dive because it's the, it's the meeting of the minds, right? They played against each other six times, whether or not one was the head coach or the other one was mm-hmm. the coordinator. Mm-hmm. Four times, four out of the six, Shanahan got the best of Spagnuolo. I went back and did a deeper dive on it. And the thing that I saw consistent with Shanahan's offense, the times that he was able to get the win, was that he ran the ball effectively. And it's just, it's the principles. And then you take into consideration of what he didn't do in Super Bowl. Oh, he can Can't remember it, yeah. the number. <laughs> you one of those Roman numbers, but yeah. Super Bowl against yeah. the Patriots oh, he when he was the with the Atlanta Falcons, yeah. he did not run the football. Right. And so you, you got to know that's going to be his bread and butter. That's number one. And where I think the, the Niners will win it's just looking at them defensively. You know, offensively, they're going to put up points, period. Right, they right, are. Right. But defensively, I just think their front four, they, are, they have the best front four in the league as far as not only just disrupting, but guys are being productive. You look at Bosa. You look at Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas. Yeah. A bunch of D-line. All those guys are first-round picks. And then you add into equation – that guy from Auburn. It's just something about these Auburn guys. <laughs> D4. <laughs> so, you know, so like, it's going to be a great game, and I do believe that. But I, I got to pick my Niners, dog. I'm you, just you, you know one thing, though, is when you have two teams that are evenly matched, it's going to be the intangible. Mm-hmm. The one thing the Chiefs, as well as the 49ers, haven't done, they haven't turned the ball over. So it can come down to, like, uh, turnovers and special teams. Because at the end teams, of the day, yeah. that's yeah. generally where it's yeah. at. You don't turn yeah. the ball over. You play great special teams, field position. You got a chance to win. And teams, if you turn the ball over in this game, because all of a sudden, you know, Mahomes scores like that. You guys milk the clock. I mean, the game, it could swing either way. So I don't think the team who doesn't turn the ball over and plays great special teams, I think might have a chance to win. Matchups are going to be matchups. Gonna be matchups. Yeah. Right, and also to minimize on the mistakes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because of blown coverage, you know, mental errors. and they, You can't do that. This is a, the big game, right? Because yeah. one little error like that can, can be the whole game. You know, so it's going to be. You guys are all defensive guys. And Spice just talked about the front four of the, uh, of the Niners. Them so, two defense. 
Fullback. Fullback, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's, defense, though. That's a defense. That's because he, 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 he won't say he didn't get the ball. He just running like trying yeah, to knock when me out. To, when I used to hit him in the chin, that yeah, wasn't defense. You see these stitches right here? He didn't make all decade team 2000, so that means that some of those highlights. Yeah, he had to deal with both of them. Yeah, some form or fashion. So you got highlights against these? No, I ain't no highlights. You know, it's just all He used to destroy guys. I know, he's laying out. Like being in the meeting room. Let me get you a little verbiage, dog. Like, check this out. We were. You were playing with KC. Yeah. Will Shields was there. But it was, y'all, you had Priest behind you. And oh, I yeah. remember what <laughs> we, as in the Buffalo Bills, came to KC after it was, it was a night game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, Kansas City ain't this hard to play in. Like, I don't care. And so I'm, I'm turning on the tape and I'm, I'm like, damn, Tony is just annihilating <laughs> these linebackers. And so that was the theme of the week. Hey, don't get broke yeah. off by yeah. team. Yeah. I'm telling you. Hey, Spikes, don't be, hey, don't be brother-in-law yeah, yeah, over no, there just yeah. because y'all are from Auburn. But, bro, you had our attention in the meeting room so strong that we were all pissed off before during the week of practice because we did not want to be on your highlight tape. <laughs> but long story short, we had the number two defense that year in the league. And y'all had, obviously, Priest Holmes, and y'all did what you did do. But we came into that game and we had not allowed a 100-yard rusher the entire season. And you guys got well over 100 yards that night. And that was, I was like, you know what? This dude right here, like Tony, Will Shields, I remember going up against Will. I thought I was going to try to manhandle Will. Man, I felt like it was a defibrillator (laughs) on my chest when he hit. (laughs) Clear. Clear. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, nah, man, it was... uh, it really was a pleasure, though, because yeah. like, this is what we do. We, what, yeah. People yeah. ask you all the time, like, yeah. what do you miss out of the game? Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily miss playing, mm-hmm. but I miss the stories. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I miss that camaraderie and being able to hang out at Pro Bowls, have a cold adult beverage, and be able to reminisce <laughs> with sure, a good cigar. Sure. Good stuff, man. And you guys, um, have you ever seen a talent like a Patrick Mahomes? It, to me, I think he's a, a generational talent. Spice, you talked about the front four, the Niners. I mean, you guys have seen him. You watched him. Now, nah, Holmes versus that. that well, I was fortunate four. to play with, with, you know, Brett Favre when he was with the Jets. Now, Favre had the arm, but, you know, obviously sometimes it can be a little bit reckless. Where Patrick, like, literally, when he makes those throws and those throws that not too many people can roll right and throw across their body 70 yards, it's calculated. You know what I mean? That's the thing that's a little different. Like, Favre had that arm strength. Um, but that's, yeah, he's, he's special. I've never seen a quarterback like that. Not just the decision making. Like, he doesn't make mistakes. Like, if the ball, if not there, he's going to run out of bounds. Throw it away. Like, he's not throwing into double coverage. He's not making those mistakes. And that's rare to have a quarterback in his third year. Think about it. MVP. Right. MVP. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Two FC Championship games. That's crazy in, in three yeah. years. Yeah. About yeah. it working serious. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely uh, a serious talent. You know, playing in the league, we always, you know, there's, we're all kind of like, you know, good players, always kind of even. Then you have that, you know, you know, some of these rare, these rare talents. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we all know him. You know, and I think Mahomes is one of those rare talents. You know, especially for the quarterback position and what he's been able to do, and just come in and just like start like gangbusters and just make make plays. He's definitely a playmaker, and he, I mean, he can turn the tide of the game as he did last week. I mean, things happen. He makes plays. And I think what happens is that the rest of the, in the, rest of the team, the rest of the offense, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> they, trust me, they're looking at him, like, yeah. seeing his eyes. He's like, 
you know, we're going to do this. Okay. Hey, I, we, we, you know, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's always great to have a leader like that on top of his playmaking ability. Hopefully this partnership together with, uh, you know, with Andy Reid stays together for, you know, for a while. Just got to get this victory on Sunday. What, what's one of the things that you appreciate most, you know, looking out of that camp? You see Andy Reid, you see Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator. Uh, give us something that we don't know that actually goes on inside, like what people would be surprised to hear. Yeah. Like, why are they so good it's from funny, what you've seen? It's funny you asked that question because uh, someone asked me the same question. I think I was doing NFL Network or something. They said, you know, do you think the Chiefs um, are already going to get the big head? And I said, I know it's not going to get a big head because EB was my running back coach. Right. And, and I remember we went out and rushed for like 300. AP rushed for 390. I'm going to say weeks. I might have had a couple carries. But AP rushed for close to 300 and some yards. We rushed for 396. And we came back in on that uh, Monday to watch the tape. Dude, we got dog cuts. I mean, like, mm, yeah. like we ain't did nothing. Right, right, we we right. just broke an NFL record. Right. And he was so, like, on us about, like, you know, footwork. Uh, technique, you know, AP ball handling. You know, you put it on the ground in a minute. Uh, ball handling. <laughs> like, and it was against the Chargers. It was against the Chargers. Rushed for 396 yards. and But we got critiqued so hard. And I'm just like, one thing they're not going to get complacent because EB doesn't, his, that's not, it's not his MO. Like, you can go out and have a great game. He's going to come in. He's going he's gonna to give you the praise where, where it's deserved. But he's also going to keep you, you know, close to the breast and realize you didn't accomplish anything yet. And obviously he played in the Super Bowl when 90, was that 94 with the Chargers? 94, yeah. Yeah, 94. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, yeah, he's been there and had that taste. So against now he's going to be back. Yeah, against the Niners. Right, yeah, right, there you go. Right, Niners yeah. again. Yep. Check this out. I know a lot of people, before we let you guys go, man, you know, a lot of people just think like, I right, it's Super Bowl week. You come down here, you're going to kick it. You're going to the club. You're going to be hanging out. You're going to meet so many people. It's just a, it's a brotherhood. Like, it is fun. But what is it really like behind the scenes, a typical day in the week of what you do with both of you guys being legends, NFL legends, community coordinators? I know how much you give back. Well, I was going to say, it started, it started with you guys last yeah. night. You guys had the bowling tournament. Yeah. Um, after the bowling tournament, I, I mean, obviously you third place. Third place, man. Third place. <laughs> right. what, what did he say? Ricky no, Bobby no, said, no, first no, last. You're on the podium, though. <laughs> people that were bowling, so that's big time yeah. third place. So yeah. I came back and rested because we had a, we did a community service event uh, today, the NFL 100, giving 100 minutes. And we, we had the kids out. The commissioner was out. Um, Stephen Ross was out. Had the cheerleaders and mascots. And we got a chance to go out and play with the kids. So for me, this week is about business. Like, you know, my brother lives in Fort Lauderdale. I can come down here and might not be as colorful, but if Miami's <laughs> Miami, for a lot, it's still going to be here. But the opportunity you get to make a difference in this community is just what it's all about for me. Yeah, yeah and I agree with that, too. I mean, it's all about, you know, and the great thing about the Super Bowl, like every every city, you know, the NFL comes and have a Super Bowl, there's so much more than just the game, Yeah. right? I mean, you know, we just dedicated the field today and uh, Miami-Dade, I mean, and there's How been... How many players? To name the players that it was... Fi- there's 15 players that are playing actively in the NFL that's from... They grew up on that field. Yeah. Wow. yeah. AB is from that area. Man, that's, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah. T.Y. Yeah. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton was out there today. Yeah. It is all so special guys. because, like, you know, that's as you huge. know, we were all those kids. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And guys are giving back. Guys are showing up. And, like, man, you can do it. And, and that little, like, you know... Um, those little comments kind of like grows on you and it kind of helps you, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's that's part of it too. And then one thing I love about Super Bowl is that, you know, you know, it's like a reunion, right? Yeah, you see all the people, yeah, you see yeah. all your boys and yeah. everything like that, yeah, you know, sure. it's just really great, you know, to be, you know, in one environment, to see everybody and just connect and reminisce and tell some good stories here Absolutely. on the podcast, right? I asked, I asked, one, I asked one little kid, that's where you from? He said, man, I'm from the 305. I said, okay, get started. He said, 305. I said, okay, be proud of it. Hey, we, we, before we let you go, 
uh, NFL Salute to Service Award yep. that was just announced. Man, give us the details on it. Like, let us know what's up, man. Give, give us the info on it. Yeah, no, it's really special. It's a great award, uh, NFL, um, uh, you know, Salute to Service Award. I'm happy to be a recipient this year. Um, it's pretty special. I mean, the military runs deep in my blood, along with T. Rich. You know, we've done some stuff together with the military. And, uh, you know, it's just one of these deals where, like, growing up in San Diego, it's it's synonymous with my life, like all my family served. And, and so I understand the service and sacrifice and everything that it takes. And for me, it's like, since I was a kid, you know, thanks to my grandfather, Max Rousel, to give me a foundation to like understand that, you know, we're so blessed to be born in this great country. And it doesn't just happen. Once you travel outside this country, you see what life is outside the country than America. But the problem is that we all think America is everywhere. The, the rights that we have, the freedom that we have, you can do what you want, you can dress how you want. Like, that doesn't happen everywhere. You want to talk about the president, you can do that here, right? But other places you can't do it. And I want to make sure that we never lose sight of that. It's so important that we recognize that and be grateful for the freedoms that we have. And it's on the backs of the men and women that serve. Mm -hmm. They gave us this opportunity. I mean, think about it, guys. We played football, you know? I'm one of 11 kids. You know, you're talking about, you know, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. But being born in America, we won. You know, we're, you know, we're victors. We're not victims. We're victors. You know, think about the opportunity that we have. You got people coming over here, you know, going through deserts, trying to get here for what? With nothing on them. For what? Freedom. For opportunity. opportunity. For opportunity. We yeah. have it right here. Yeah. It's all, it all depends on how we look at it. And. I'm so grateful and I really want to continue to, you know, to honor and to recognize and bring some awareness to our military community because, you know, we're so, so, so lucky and so blessed. And every time I travel away and I come back to America, I'm just so thankful to be born in this country. So I want to continue that. You know, we're doing this through uh, my nonprofit. It's called the Best Defense Foundation, bestdefensefoundation.org. We have a number of uh, pictures and videos and information. We'd love to have your support. Um, we're only able to do this by the support of our community. Um, we're all volunteers. We all just put it forward. One of our models is taking care of the ones who took care of us. Mm. You know, and I tell my team, Deep. don't talk about it, be about it. Hey man, we appreciate the time. I know you guys got to go out and do what you do, yeah. but uh, yeah. hey, thanks for stopping, yeah. stopping at the Behind the Mask podcast right in conjunction with the NFL Legends community. And uh, let's do this again, though, for sure. Absolutely. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.